So Rob, I'm sure you're going to have a lot of listeners and viewers that are interested in this, that think it's uh, affordable. The website is chatconversions.com, but you guys have a a program going on. You're looking for for three slots. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the High Level Spotlight Sessions, where we showcase awesome marketers doing awesome marketing. Today, I'm joined by Rob Turley. He's the Chief Revenue Operations Officer of Chat Conversions, also known as the RevOps Hitman. Rob, thanks so much for coming on the show. That was an awesome introduction. I really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. And if anybody's curious, uh, I did not pick that name. It was given to me by GTM Magazine, and it just kind of stuck. So even started an independent agency with the name because uh, it's nice and fun that people go, well, what is that type of a thing? But really, it's because I'm ruthless when it comes to problem solving and pinpointing things within business that disable unity. Uh, and ultimately, my job is to unify sales, marketing, customer success, product engineering and all divisions with the company so they're no longer divided. Um, so how do you generate revenue, build a data driven process that is client centric. So everything is centered around the customer, which as marketers, everybody watching this, you know, that is priority number one. Hmm. Yeah. RevOps is, is definitely a new term that we're hearing more and more. And, um, it was interesting earlier this year when we were talking about, uh hiring some some different positions RevOps came up and I was like, well, are we going to call it RevOps or are we going to call it this or that? And I was like, what is this RevOps? Like, how do you actually define that? I'd be curious to hear how you actually define RevOps. Sure. I actually favor my definition over many others. Uh, HubSpot was a good definition that they came up with, which is shocking because HubSpot wouldn't know what RevOps was if it hit them in the face at a thousand miles per hour because they don't <laughs> practice it. Okay. I, okay. No, no, no naysay toward HubSpot. I love their technology. I love their platform. So that's not like a, you know, a punch to their face. It's just uh it's just a truth. I'm, pr- I'm pretty okay. like very direct. And that's probably why I got the nickname, but my definition of revenue operations, RevOps is the de-siloing of a business, meaning companies are divided into divisions. So what RevOps is, is that it is de-siloing those divisions, having the entire team across all of those divisions, starting to work together using data and communication. So communication at the meta and at the people level within their operations to optimize them and create a unified force to generate and drive revenue, protect yourself from churn and ultimately create a client-centric experience. So instead of reducing costs through cost reduction methods, which usually results in the sacrifice to the customer service level or a sacrifice in product quality, why not improve that experience and that quality while reducing costs? Because when you optimize a process, you're taking away all of the inefficiencies. And instead of becoming more efficient, you're becoming more effective. And in turn, it becomes more efficient. So it's that nice exponential effect of really improving something so that it becomes more cost-effective and a better outcome for the customer. Interesting. I like de-siloed, that that makes sense. Um, Well, today we're talking about chat. And um, this is a, I love this conversation because we, you know, the high-level chat widget is just the gateway into an SMS conversation. And when we pitch it, we're typically saying, you know, live chat is, 
typically not a great experience because how many of you have entered in a message and then you get like, we typically reply in six hours. And you're like, well, obviously I'm not going to sit on this website for six hours. Not all too live. So that's <laughs> right. So that's how we, you know, we position our, our chat widget as, hey, we can decouple the user from the site. But I have always said there typically there is no better experience than when there actually is somebody there to instantly chat with you on the site. Now that for most businesses is sort of a pipe dream, right? Like an owner might think that his staff has the time to actually be available to live chat with people. But, you know, if you're not using a, a support uh, network or company to do it, in my opinion, it's not really feasible. So you guys are doing just that, right? You are powering yeah, and making live- it affordable, which is our IP around yeah. it. Because if you try to outsource it uh, to India or something, you'd be paying seventeen hundred to two thousand dollars per agent, and you need if you want twenty four seven coverage, which is usually what's necessary, three agents per shift minimum, three shifts per day, uh, mm-hmm. And then seven shifts or seven groupings of those three shifts per week. And so for weekend staff as well, that'll cost you anywhere between twenty-three to twenty-seven thousand dollars a month, no matter what your website volume is. Now, how do we make it affordable to small businesses? Well, it's because you could think of it as almost an agent timeshare. Uh, you know what a timeshare is with like real estate? It's sure. like a timeshare, but for sure. chat agents. So we have all of our experts, hundreds of them, and then we assign them to specific websites. So if you have a small amount of traffic, let's say an agent's only getting three to five chats per day uh, per customer. Mm-hmm. That's not that much, but a bunch could come in at once. That's why you need multiple agents, because if four come in at the same time, you need three people to handle those four. So what this does is that since it's such low volume, these agents need to be busy all day during the shift. So we split them amongst, mm-hmm. let's say, 10, maybe 15 different websites of different companies that have low traffic. So then that cost gets split amongst all of those companies as a shared cost. We get pr- great mm-hmm. pricing because we hire so many agents that the cost is much lower for us because it's in extremely high volume. Therefore, we're mm-hmm. able to make it very uh, a very small cost to small businesses. Like our lowest plan, I think, is three hundred seventy five dollars a month for twenty four seven coverage. But which what you were saying, the struggle is that smaller businesses, it's either a pipe dream, yes, or uh, the issue is that they try to implement like something like a Drifter, an Intercom, or a HubSpot mm-hmm. live chat, whatever it is that you use, and they dump it on their sales team. Once they do that, their okay. sales team is full function. They're prospecting. They're making phone calls. They're in meetings all day. The problem is, and why a lot of people who have used chat thinks it doesn't work, is that they get a bunch of leads that come onto their website, they chat them, and then when they respond, they never get a response ever again. And then the person abandons the website. Why? Because the gold zone for a chat response is they will, it's almost guaranteed that they will ghost you every time unless you can answer in under 45 seconds. When you have someone like us, we answer in an average of about 17 seconds. Better than the gold zone. At most, 38 seconds is how long it takes for us to answer. That's a really interesting statistic. Yeah. it's uh, And it makes yeah. total sense, right? Like if you've ever gone to a site and, and took taken the time to enter your name, maybe your phone number, your email, and your message, 
you know that you are when when you get a thing back that says we typically reply in two hours, you're immediately out. Right? Also, like go on a lot of people competitor. will avoid that because if it's asking for your name, your phone number, your email, you're filling out a lead capture form. And then when it's not in real time chat, they literally just gave you their information and then they're going to be like, oh, well, shit, now I'm going to get a bunch of marketing emails and be annoyed. I don't even know who these people are. Don't ask for something sure. until you've given something. That's the number one rule of selling. You must give sure. before you get. So with our chat agents, the way we do it is that they type in their question. They can ask us whatever. We answer it. We provide value first. Then we ask for their contact information in case we get disconnected. Can I get your name, your phone number, your email address, and the business sure. that you're with? Oh, yeah, for sure. Then they're happy to give it to you. You give, then you get. Mm -hmm. We have the conversation. We're able to qualify or disqualify them or handle If it's like a support request, we can create a ticket on behalf of their support team so they can handle that. And it's instantaneous. So to, to uh, de-escalate um, de the situation, but we mainly focus on selling. Once we capture that information, we take the transcript and we send that out to the person who's uh, leveraging our, um, our service. Then the salespeople on their team can now reach out to them to their the, the proper information, or we can even share a meeting link. We even offer a supplement to our service where we can set meetings on the sales team's behalf directly on calendars on behalf of the client. Cool. Uh, so uh, that it could cool. be full cycle like that. And then boom, qualified meetings or qualified leads sitting in the inbox. And you know exactly what they talked about, what questions they had, what they're looking for, and if they're qualified right in front of you. So the salesperson doesn't have to restart the conversation. They have full context at the start. Got it. Got it. Cool. So let's come back to the second. I want to double back to that stat. 45 seconds is sort of the the drop off the cliff when it comes to response time for a live chat. What is the stat on the flip side? If you are able to engage in less than 45 seconds, what does that do for a website's conversion rate? Okay. So I've got some Forrester stats like, you know, that I've memorized, I could bring to the table here is that um, sure. they are 3.5 times more likely to buy if they have, if they have a positive chat experience, which, which 97.6% uh, of people do. Okay. That's sure. our stat on that. But uh, yeah, 3.5 times more likely to buy the, if it's an e-commerce site, they will spend approximately 60% more per transaction on average. Wow. Yes. And they are three times more likely to convert. So if they convert, they're 3.5 times more likely to buy if they're a qualified lead, right? So if that stacks that statistic. So it's really, really cool. And then another stat is 47.6% of people believe that having a live chat on a site for a buyer's journey experience, so buyers out there, B2B and B2C, believe mm -hmm. so about 50% of them believe that it is the most important aspect on a site for during their buyer's experience to feel comfortable with the company that they're talking to so they could speak to a real human being up front and that's why chat bots do not fulfill this because all it does is send them links to a knowledge right. base and ends up pissing people off chat bots are the worst right cuz it's funny even after having hit hundreds or whatever thousands of websites in my life where I get the, we typically reply in six hours thing. I'm still excited when I see the widget because the hope is still there that there could be a live person on the other end. Yeah, it's but the when facade. You get a bot, it's even the war. That's even worse than the six hours thing. Cause it's just like, no human, like human, please. Yeah, it's like, you know, when everybody always talks about, they get pissed off when they call, uh, let's say like a company's phone number and then it just takes you to the robot and it keeps asking you questions and it putting you through yeah, a freaking yeah. loop that think about how much that pisses you off people think it's acceptable i have no idea why 
to put an AI, yeah. most of them aren't even AI. It's just literally patterns that they just build into it. Uh, but um, to, to put an AI or a chat bot on their site, it's the same exact thing, except in chat form. Sure. It pisses people off just as much and nobody wants to engage with that, especially in the B2B space. For sure. So let me um, let me go back to my previous uh, thought, which was the the sort of arbitrage that you guys have built out makes total sense. You've got folks manning chats across companies to share the cost of the folks that are doing it. Do you try to group them as far as like industry? Like, oh, you know, these folks work on medically related businesses and these are like these people specialize in real estate or whatever, or does it not matter? Is it just like, hey, there's a standard way to do this across any business and therefore so any- There is a standard process for how you have conversations with chat, the, the, the professionalism, how you speak to them, how you handle things, how much, how many words you put in each message, all that stuff is standardized. But when it comes to the content and the criteria, we pull together an entire FAQ and info outline document of all the things about the company for like about who they are, what they stand for, mission, vision, purpose, right? The value that they uh, provide, uh, the mission statement, or I guess the impact statement, and then from there, all the questions and answers that could be asked, we put that into a system so that's keyword searchable. So then, okay. yes, we can pretty much search a keyword, and then it will bring up any type of topics that we need, and we can uh, leverage that accordingly. But then it also does become organic too to have the conversational elements, so you're not stuck with anything, and then also the ability to set up a call, ask them why they need help, and really have a human conversation with someone. So it doesn't matter what industry you're in, we custom build that out um, to exactly what your needs are and we study your business. Um, so we're not limited to any of that. Very cool. So let me ask you, um, a and we mentioned beforehand, before we hit record that these agents, now that you're working with folks, high-level agencies are, are taking that information and pumping it into high-level. Um, so the, the the agency or the user can go from there. Let me ask you, um, what was I just going to ask you? Oh, okay. So the I'm an agency. I'm hearing this. This sounds, for the first time, actually affordable, right? $375 a month. Well, my customers could afford that and some margin for me. I could even mark this up to, let's say, $500 a month and, and sell that. That seems like a very reasonable number to me. Yes. What so, are my so options like as the agency? we partner with them. And the average customer for us is usually spends, I think it's $625 a month if they've got decent web traffic. We do it based okay. on volume. The number of chat sessions sure. per month equals the cost. If you're a very small business, you're going to pay $375. Uh, if you are a larger small business, I like, you know, well, it, that still doesn't even matter. It's about, let's say if you get 10,000 website visitors, you're going to be spending probably about 500, um, $550 a month. If you have like 20,000, $625 a month is what you'd be spending somewhere within that region. So it's based, it's based on the traffic. And that's very reasonable pricing. So, so what are my options as an agency? Am I just sort of selling the the concept and then introducing them to you or am i able to actually sell it as my own package with my own margin on top we offer both based on what would fit your model best because if you cool. want our brand to be involved that's a channel partnership but then you're stuck to the pricing that we have because they can see our logo therefore they can take a look on our website see our pricing and be like whoa 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 exactly, i'm overpaying for yeah. this can't do that so you have to match the pricing we have we guarantee a 20 percent margin ltv lifetime value 
If okay. you want to do a white label partnership, then we don't exist. Our logo is not tied to you in any way. You can resell it. We still guarantee a 20% margin on the regular pricing, but then you can mark it up to whatever you'd like above and beyond that. Very cool. So you do offer a white labeled offering, which is music to high levelers ears as we, yep. you know, everything we do is, is white label. Um, so that's fantastic. Now, how long have you guys been doing this? Um, it's been uh, just over two years. Very cool. So you guys have had this up, you know, I ask these types of questions because I've seen many, many agencies try to attempt this and fail. <laughs> and typically it's a very costly failure to, to try to spin up a, a quote unquote call center or whatever chat message center, whatever you want to call it. Um, so two years is a pretty good track record. How many businesses yeah, most, have you guys worked If you were going to fail, it would have been after the first year. Sure. <laughs> yeah. That's usually the lifespan. It's like it's 12 to 18 months. If you can make it over that hump, you're pretty much good. And and how many businesses have you guys supported at this point? A um, couple hundred. I couldn't give you the exact number because I don't have it on hand, but a couple hundred. Um, largest client uh, we've worked with is UPS. Uh, wow. Smallest client we've worked with is just uh, you know, a solopreneur uh, consultant, right? Sales consultant. So we work from any size company, from enterprise all the way down to solopreneur. Uh, but uh, I guess our bread and butter is, you know, small and mid-market companies. Because most enterprise level, okay. they have their own call centers already. Sure. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, it's a small to medium market that needs it the most. Right. right because they can't afford to hire an entire team of chat agents because it's just way too expensive. It's not viable. Sure. Of course. Now, who is this not a good fit for? You know, before a bunch of people flood your website because they saw the interview, is there a scenario where it's like, no, that's not going to be a good fit? Yes, there are some scenarios. If you get like no web traffic, if you have less than 500 website visitors a month, I highly uh, recommend not working with us because you're not going to get the return on investment unless if you have that small traffic, but you have a very high ticket item. We have one company, they get, I think, 400 visitors a month, but uh, every time they make a transaction, it's minimum $30,000. They only get one chat every three months that converts, but they're paying us three seventy-five <laughs> a month. That ROI is ridiculous. That one sale sure. pays for our service for the next seven years. <laughs> That's great. Well, now, can we ask what is the, what is the service or is that? Uh, oh, it's a telecom depot company where they uh, provide telecom to uh, enterprise level companies, uh, all of the hardware uh, that they would need to buy if they were to replace their entire system. Gotcha. That's cool. Very cool. Are there any other crazy stats you wanted to drop? I mean, before we talk about where people can go, you guys have a- Oh yeah, for sure. I'd like um, to share program, something right? that this will be educational to people, but not- let's sure. say, Sure, chat helps with this. There's other solutions built around solving for this, as all these marketers will know, of course. But um, it's how to calculate your opportunity cost or loss via website traffic abandonment rate. So let me pull this up real quick. So um, this sounds like a tool that I would use in my sales process. Yes, yeah, sales and marketing process, because when the traffic flows in and you're doing SEO, whatever it may be, you want higher chances of each of the people who land. You also want to maximize your ad spend and stretch that as far as possible. So let's say if you have like an ad experience, it takes them to a web page, have a live chat on there. So there's a real human being for them to ask questions when they're locked into a ClickFunnel page. And let's say that ClickFunnel page doesn't resonate with them just right. They're not going to buy or they're not going to convert. So it's usually the difference between someone staying on a site and abandoning a site. 
is one to two burning questions left unanswered. If it's left unanswered, they go to a competitor, they buy from them because they answer it up front on their homepage, let's say, or 68% of the time, they wind up in indecision. How do we get them to not wind up in indecision? About 47% of, of um, uh, decision makers do want a salesperson-less buyer's experience nowadays because they've been spammed with so much crap because of how much noise there is in the marketplace. This delivers that, but still has the live buyer engagement quality, which is I call it a live buyer engagement strategy. You get them literally while they're hot to trot in the middle of their, their real-time buyer's journey, which is a powerful element. So I'm going to share my screen with you real quick. And then take you through something here. Let me, uh, so this is, this is really how it functions, right? You're putting all this money into like, mm -hmm. say, say Google ads, Facebook, you're doing LinkedIn outreach, SEO blogs, content influencers, celebrities, you name it. Uh, this is uh, the stat for B2C, by the way, for B2B, it's worse. It's less than 1% um, will convert. Then our job is to capture between that 97 to 99 plus percent and then convert them into sales leads. That's just a really basic way of looking at uh, how a chat affects a company. But now if we're sure. looking at this, hold on, let me pull this on over. Let me pull this in. What this is doing right here, and let me share my screen. This is from a masterclass, right? It's, it's not a sales deck. Um, so how to calculate your opportunity cost or loss rate. You have your average per sale dollar value, times the number of monthly website visitors, times a 99% abandonment rate. If you know your abandonment rate, plug that actual number in. This is just the market stat for B2B. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then that equals your total monthly opportunity cost or loss or at risk dollars, right? So if we move forward, let's say you have a, an average sale value of $500. Pretty low, right? Um, then you have a thousand website visitors. That is uh, that is a low amount of traffic. That is not a lot. That's like the average small business uh, that low or micro sized business has about that much traffic unless with the exception to e-commerce. Um, mm -hmm. Then we have a 99% abandonment rate. From there, this means that the total revenue at risk, potential revenue at risk is $495,000. That is massive for a company selling something like this. But we have to keep in perspective, and HubSpot did this work for us in their state of the industry report, organic traffic and SEO leads have a 14.6% conversion rate, meaning the people who come to your site, only 14.6% are qualified to buy. And that's fine. That's great. But we only capture 1%. So we take that 14.6%, this 495,000, multiply it by the, the number of people who are qualified. This is your actual monthly opportunity cost or loss rate in this case. So it's safe to assume about $72,270 is being left on the table. Now, if we go back to these numbers here, I can almost guarantee with that little of traffic and with that average per sale dollar value, the, the sales team that's doing outbound is not bringing in even half of this amount of money that's missing. That's a huge sure. amount to leave on the table. And this is how you feed the sales team for the leads. Sure, we cannot reacquire all of that 72,000. But even if we improve that 99% to a 98%, you're doubling your revenue through your website. If we can improve that 99% abandonment rate to uh, 97%, you're tripling the revenue that you're bringing in through your website. It's massive, even at small percentages. So that's exactly right. Right. So if it converts to uh, uh, two to three X more revenue from inbound sales in that case.
Yeah. I mean, and to be honest, I would say a business doing uh, that amount of traffic with that average uh, transaction amount probably doesn't even have a sales team, right? <laughs> There's probably the owner is the salesperson or, or maybe the front desk is responsible for selling people or something like that. So right, right. I would or think one of the it's even more valuable. It's like the VP yeah. of sales or something and they do all the selling, right? Yeah, yeah. Meaning there's even a higher percentage of money being left on the table. Yeah, and often there, companies there no like that, <laughs> when we work with them, they have an outbound or an outsourced outbound sales team, fractional sales team, doing just basic outreach email sequences, LinkedIn outreach, and then maybe cold calls to help bring in leads that way. But then in that turn, since people don't really want to talk to salespeople, that outreach they're going to check out your website and do their own research, not talk to the salesperson. So there's a lot of traffic that comes to your site through that outbound who are interested in what you have to offer, but then they don't convert through your site because your site cannot effectively convert that specific type of person. How do we recapture that loss? So try to protect yourself from that $72,000 of loss. Yeah. And I mean, another interesting thought that just popped in mind is oftentimes uh, a website is not that great. Right. And so I might be a qualified prospect who hits your site, but can't find what I'm looking for. And so I leave thinking you can't fulfill the service I need or that you don't have the product I want, et cetera. Whereas if I can just quickly chat with someone and be like, do you guys offer this or do you have this? And someone assures me that you do. Well, then you just overcame the deficit of a poor website, which I would argue most websites are not that great even today. Exactly. Um, and with e-commerce too, on the flip side for uh, business to consumer, um, tons of people leave their cart full and then abandon the site. They end up not buying because like, ah, never mind. I don't really know if I want it or not. When there's a human being there, Forrester did research on this too. It's just about three, you're, they're three times more likely to check out or to be upsold. Oh, you're buying these goggles and this bathing suit? Well, this snorkel goes with it. How come you didn't get that? They just have a couple of questions about the products or they can upsell them. Oh, you don't want that, these goggles. You want these goggles that are $20 more, but it's worth it because of X, Y, and Z. You know, right? it's funny. I have, I am that person. I have a funny example of exactly this. When I, um, my head, for some reason with sunglasses, the arm, the arms are always too short. So the hook like- Oh my God, the, same right at the top of my ear. So I have learned over, over the years that there's a number that sometimes is on the arm that tells you how long the arm is. And I need like a 160. Most sunglasses are 145s or 150s. Yep. I have that and same problem. That's so funny. None of the websites that sell sunglasses tell you that number. So I always see sunglasses I like, I want, maybe I even add it to the cart. But if I can't get that answer, I don't buy them. And I remember one site had a live chat. I chatted in. They were like, hold on, let me check. And like the person actually like opened up a box and was like able to verify that they are actually 160 in length. And so I bought them. And so there's a real world example. That's of the how difference that right there. Hey man, if you know any sunglass companies, uh, like get, give us an intro because that's a beautiful thing. I struggle with that every day and I never even thought about that. <laughs> I know. It's just funny. That reminded me of it. So Rob, I'm sure you're going to have a lot of listeners and viewers that are interested in this, that think it's uh, affordable. The website is chatconversions.com, but you guys have a, a program going on. You're looking for, for three slots to fill. Is that still? Yes. We're looking for three to five, uh, depending on, you know, there, there's some pending, right? 
Uh, but three to five slots right now for white label or channel partners. Specifically, we, we prefer white label because it's more of a seamless process. You work with the client entirely like you always do. You take care of everything. And then we do all the work on the back end and interface with you. Uh, that way, it's like closed circuit, right? Mm -hmm. The client doesn't feel like they have to pay two people now. Oh, oh we one. get it. High levelers are all about white labels. So exactly. So we box. have that and we're looking for three, <laughs> at least three power partners uh, when it comes to working with uh, marketing agencies or lead gen agencies uh, or even demand generation agencies to get the right people in place so that we can create a powerhouse of channel sales. And we can okay. just bring in revenue, share that revenue and really drive something uh, with, with a joint offering, you know? Okay, great. And so if... I'm listening and I think that's me. Should I just go to the homepage? Is there a certain URL I should hit? How should I apply to be one of those three? Oh, partners? for sure. So you can either um, say that you'd like to become a partner in the chat, or you can go to our landing page uh, saying that you're interested in a demo, or uh, you can simply email me. That's fine. Rob at chatconversionspro.com. So our website is chatconversions.com. My, my email is rob at chatconversionspro.com. Uh, you can hit me up there. You can hit me up on LinkedIn, um, or you can go through any conversion panel uh, or method on our website. You can even call the 1-800 number. We don't care how you get here. We just want to partner with you. So, Excellent. Awesome. Rob, well, thank you so much for coming on. Again, I think the live chat, when it is truly live chat and there is somebody there, is probably the most effective way to convert uh, a prospect or a lead into a customer. And this pricing is honestly the most affordable I've ever seen. So yeah, we are the most guys. affordable out there, uh, actually, though. And uh, the best I've ever seen. So like a little story. It's a company that was a small, it's a, uh, no, an Amazon, what is it? They, they do uh, Amazon store setup and marketing, right? Uh, right? They do that for clients. They use us as a provider and then they also sell into their client base. But what, what it was is that on their website, it's such a specific thing that they would only get about 475 hits. I told them not to use it because I thought it was too little of traffic, but people go there for a very specific reason. People don't just wind up on that website by accident. Right. Okay. So they have very high value traffic. They were converting one to two new clients every single month through their website, through the organic traffic of uh, people filling out a form. Mm -hmm. After they embedded us, they pay us $375 a month. That turned into, no, sorry, they, they pay us uh, $525 a month. That turned into, instead of an average of one or two, it's gone up to 26 to 36. Wow. Come in through the website. They talk to the chat because they have questions because they're trying to start an Amazon store. They're not sure what to do. We answer sure. those questions. We get them connected, set up that call, and then boom. So it's been a game changer. I think they're getting a 56x ROI monthly. Incredible. Awesome. Well, Rob, thanks so much for coming on. I'm sure you're going to have a bunch of folks reach out uh, wanting to be involved. Again, the website is chatconversions.com. And as always, thanks for watching, guys. We'll see you on the next one.